This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. And today's question is, in a polarized American society, what are some practical ways the church can increase ethnic diversity? I've seen a lot of churches that have had communities that have changed in terms of ethnic and racial demographic around them, but those churches haven't changed for all sorts of reasons, and that's a, that's a sign of some, some deep sickness going on in the congregation. I think one of the things that's necessary is saying it's more, it's got to be about more than saying whatever ethnic group is the majority uh, group within that congregation. Your, your people can't have the mindset of we're going to minister to the other ethnic groups around us, especially when it's because, oh, uh, if your people have the mindset, oh, we're here in this primarily Latino community or it's, it's becoming more Latino, so let's minister to the Hispanic people in our community. That's a mindset that I think needs to change, especially among majority ethnic groups, uh, white people in America to recognize that white people in America are really a tiny, tiny minority in the body of Christ. We're part of a cloud of witnesses, uh, the Scripture says, in heaven. And so there aren't many white people there. Abraham is not a white guy, and neither is Jesus. These are Middle Eastern Jewish people, and Augustine is an African. Uh, And, you know, you go through the whole list of of everyone uh, in the history of the church and that great cloud of witnesses around us. So we're not the people that God has has given, whoever the majority uh, race is or ethnic group in that church is, are not the people that God has given to bless the nations. The nations are being blessed through the seed of Abraham, uh, through Jesus Christ, which means changing that sort of of mindset and then also um, recognizing that the people in that congregation are not just going to minister to, but are going to be ministered to. And so it's easy, especially for some of us who have Messiah complexes, to want to minister to all sorts of people, because we can be in charge of that. But to say, no, we want to be ministered to in ways we don't even recognize we need to be ministered to, that changes a mindset. It changes the way worship looks uh, whenever you have people from from various different cultures getting together, and then finding ways to anticipate that ahead of time and to signal that from the pulpit, I think, is important. And then also to start intentionally working to signal that in, in worship. Uh, Jimmy Scroggins has done a really good job with this, especially at the, at the level of worship, of saying, hey, I'm in a, a ethnically very diverse place in South Florida, so I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to come in and say, okay, here are our worship styles. Instead, it's a almost a kaleidoscope of different uh, forms of worship that are intentionally saying to everybody, hey, worship isn't about finding your groove uh, and ministering to you in it. It's about at teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And then recognize that's going to take that's going to take a while. I mean, the the Jew Gentile division in the New Testament church meant 
that there was a lot of conflict going on with people who didn't understand one another, who didn't know what was happening, and that had to be explained. Most of the epistles in the New Testament are dealing with that divide that was theological at some level, but also was cultural. You're going to have that, have some patience with that as time goes on, but I think starting to get your people to recognize if you're in a an all-white church, or you're in an all-black church, or, uh, or or whatever the situation is, you're you're starting to come in and say, "Hey, people, this isn't normal for the body of Christ. Our our situation, we're not going to solve that by saying, you know, let's all bring bring somebody of another race next Sunday. But we are going to say, if we still look this way, uh, ten years from now, something's wrong. And I think it's a long-term project." Thank you for listening to this edition of Walking the Line. If you'd like more information about the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, please visit our website at erlc.com. And if you have a question for a future Walking the Line podcast, submit it to walkingtheline at erlc.com. That's walkingtheline at erlc.com. And you can also interact with us on Twitter at WTL Podcast. Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com/equip.